Hey everyone, this is great to see you. Today is Thursday. Uh, we had some live events going on this week, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. I hope that you are blessed by them. Listen, I'm going to be talking in just a minute about the Pope and the false prophet. Just interesting things that are happening and keep happening. Uh, this Pope seems to be the gift that keeps on giving. So we're going to get to that in just a minute. But I want to remind you, if you're in the San Diego area on Saturday this week, that would be the 26th. I will be speaking at Calvary Chapel Vista at a prophecy conference along with uh, Jack Hibbs and Mark Hitchcock and also uh, Jason Duff. So I hope that you can join us as Saturday. I do believe you need to register. I don't know if registration is already full, but you can check that out on my website, hopeforourtimes.com in the events section. I also want you to know I really appreciate your prayers. We, I, I know I've told you lately that we have an opportunity to reach Mexico and this is just fantastic and it's going to be like a prophecy 101 and uh, like what is Bible prophecy why do you study Bible prophecy what's the purpose of it uh, what is the rapture uh, what's the purpose of Jerusalem in the last days some of the real basics and the foundations to help people understand Bible prophecy is there an antichrist who is antichrist uh, what about the false prophet these types of things so that's going to be going out to Mexico. We're working on it. It's a lot of work, and uh, everything needs to be translated into Spanish. Um, so appreciate your prayers. Uh, just a great opportunity to be able to go through open doors that God keeps opening. And uh, so we, we do. We do the work. Uh, it costs money to do these things, and we move forward. And, uh, but it's exciting to be able to know that, hey, we're just doing what God wants us to do, and people get to hear uh, Jesus. He's coming again, but also, guess what? He came the first time to forgive us of our sins. So appreciate uh, your, your prayers and partnership in that. It's really, really helpful. Uh, okay, we're going to be talking about the Pope and the false prophet here in just a minute. But I want to bring a couple of things to your attention. I was uh, talking with Pete Garcia the other day, and I referenced this article that he mentioned. Now, this doesn't sound like it has anything to do with the Pope, but I'm going to get there. And uh, his opening paragraph in The Day of Reckoning, he wrote, there's been a lot of discussion over the past couple of years regarding not just the, the fate of America in the last days, but of Christians in America. Uh, in the last days. And then he wrote several different things as the geopolitical dynamics are changing, as we can see. But what about Christians? What about Christians in the world? And I would even say, what about this Pope? And then he went on and said this, adding credence to this rather profound argument from silence is a seemingly rare, ever, uh, seemingly ever increasing, excuse me, list of existential problems currently facing our nation. Uh, the current um, the, the pandemic, which we know appears to be more of a plan. Uh, nevertheless, the government's unconstitutional handling of said crises, the intentional stoking of racial tensions, the southern border crisis, insurmountable national debt, military and diplomatic incompetence, skyrocketing inflation, global supply chain challenges, and the relentless push by communists and sexual perverts to dismantle the nuclear family. So we look at this and these things are just, they just keep piling up. It's one thing after another. Then he has another sentence. Events are moving so fast in the world now that the sheer weight of its prophetic uh, geopolitical momentum cannot be slowed if not for God. If God doesn't slow this down, this whole thing is going to continue to go faster and faster, which is really what the Bible means in Revelation chapter 1, 
where John says these things will quickly take place. Uh, that word for quickly, we get our English word. It comes from the Greek word, atakos. We get our English word, tachometer. It means when the events of the last days start to unfold, they're going to be unfolding super fast. They're not going to stop. They're not going to slow down. It's just going to rev up super fast. We are watching it. So it appears to me God has already set the time frame on this. We're rapidly approaching. Then we throw in this article. Uh, this is from uh, Leah Holman. And Leo Holman said, and I quoted from this a couple of weeks back in a video, are you ready for the global uh, cabal's plan B? With COVID now a fading memory, phase two of the Great Reset will surely get your attention. And then he wrote several different things, including a planned cyber attack and uh, other events that we need to be aware of. He talked about Klaus Schwab. He talked about Bill Gates and quoting. He said, listen to what Schwab had to say about the frightening scenario of a cyber attack that would bring complete halt to the power supply, transportation, hospital services, our society as a whole. Klaus Schwab said this next attack on humanity will make COVID look like a small disturbance. COVID was just the first installment softening us up and preparing the battlefield for another wave of attacks. So, I mean, there's a lot more that I could say about all of these things in and of themselves, but I'm not going to go there. What I want you to do is think of all these things. They are all happening. We can watch this whole global system being set up. But in the meantime, what we are watching is the dismantling and the destruction of everything that we know that is good, including the destruction of the economy. So we enter into this mess as we watch everything that's good being destroyed. We watch just everything we know being destroyed. As I mentioned, even the economy, I believe it's planned. Uh, um, maybe I need to talk about that a little bit further. I've talked about that in the past. But we enter into this mess. Uh, Zelensky, you know, the guy from Ukraine. Uh, by the way, just for the record, I do not believe he's a good guy. That's me. And I know there's a lot of people out there that just think he's like awesome and a superhero and all these other things. Listen, I think he's a bad guy. I have many people that tell me also they, they think like I do, but they actually think he's Antichrist. I don't think Zelensky's Antichrist. I think Antichrist is going to be far and above beyond what Zelensky is, but I think he's a bad guy. Um, I think that uh, the whole Ukraine government is corrupt and the, the people in Ukraine are being used as pawns, as are the Russian people in this global mess that is going on. But, we're, but in this, you enter Zelensky and you enter into this, the Pope. Check this article out. In fact, you can see this article in the description of this YouTube. In the Catholic News Agency. In new phone call, Ukraine's President Zelensky tells Pope Francis he would welcome Vatican mediation. Now, friends, this is this got to be a little bit weird to you because it was just last week or the week before where Zelensky is saying, well, we want Jerusalem to mediate the whole conflict with, with Russia and Ukraine. Now he throws in the Pope. So isn't this weird? Two, the two main things that we have in the last days are two of the main things that we have last week. No, let's go with three, all right? What do we have? We have Jerusalem being the epicenter. And then what else do you have? You have an antichrist and a false prophet. And you, you, you go, you can't make this stuff up. And I'm not saying Zelensky's the antichrist. I don't believe he is. I think antichrist is going to be far and above uh, what Zelensky is. And as far as the Pope goes, I'll get to that in just a second to tell you if I believe he's the Antichrist. But you look at these, these three things. 
uh, Antichrist, false prophet in Jerusalem, Zelensky, Pope in Jerusalem, and you can't make this stuff up. So Ukraine's president, Volodymyr uh, Zelensky, said on Tuesday, that'd be just the other day, that he had spoken to Pope Francis on the phone telling the Pope that he would welcome Vatican mediation to end the suffering of his country. And then he just went on from there. I'm thinking, this is just truly amazing. Why is it that this Pope seems to be in every geopolitical thing there is? I've talked about it many times with the climate change argument. Folks, by the way, climate change laws are coming. I promise you, I will do a message just on that and what it means in the very near future. I promise you, I will do that. I'll, I'll target the next two weeks to do a good detailed one so we can really wrap our heads around that. But this Pope's involved in everything. Wars, rumors of wars, uh, the gathering of all religions together, um, Ukraine issue, Jerusalem, wanting to bring peace there, saying uh, that Jerusalem needs to be divided. It's just weird stuff, right? Okay, then you enter this from National Daily, and we have seen things like this. This says, disquiet as Germany builds Chrislam house of one world religion of Antichrist. Apparently, this is in Berlin. So we've seen this, this Chrislam stuff going on, I, I think, in Abu Dhabi. Uh, and then over in Iraq, there's an intent to build one there also in the area of ancient Babylon. Is that a coincidence? I don't think so. And then in Berlin. So we're watching this. Uh, unite the major world religions. And the Pope has been involved in all of these interesting Developments. What happens in the last days? There's a major world religion uh, that is it, it. It pretty much removes all the other religions, and and you have this false prophet that seems to be leading it. Antichrist and the ten kings will use that religion to subdue the world, uh, get what they want out of the world. I believe the whole green movement is going to be part of that last days religion. But we we watch everything coming under this umbrella. Okay, so we see the dismantling of everything good. I read you those two articles, Leo Holman and Pete Garcia in the beginning. We can see everything that's happening right now. Everything is coming down like a house of cards. Worldwide is coming down. But in order for this this new global order to come about, this has to happen. And then in order for Antichrist to receive his position and the people to buy into it, you have to have this false religion at the last days, and you have to have a false religious leader. So what do we have? Pope, Zelensky, all these different things going on. Here's what the Bible says, Revelation 13, about false prophet. John writes, then I saw another beast coming up out of the earth. By the way, uh, the first beast is the Antichrist, so this is another beast. So there's two different characters here. Uh, Antichrist and false prophet are not the same. So John says, I saw another beast coming up out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb, and he spoke like a dragon. I'll just stop there uh, due to time. But two horns like a lamb means he's going to appear to be very Christian. He's going to come across to the unsuspecting world as Christian. If you know your Bible, you see this Pope, you go, whoa, 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 this guy's bad news. If you don't know your Bible, many people see this Pope and they think, well, I like what he says. Let's all just do a group hug. Let's get along. Uh, all about social justice. He's involved in every single thing there is. But he's also the same Pope who uh, seems to teach that all roads lead to heaven. You don't have to trust in Jesus Christ alone for the forgiveness of your sins. 
get rid of the words of Jesus where Jesus himself said, I am the way, the truth, and life. Nobody comes to the Father except by me. Listen, here's the story. You can have all of the good works that Jesus did, miracles and, and say all the right things, but if you take out the gospel, you take out the cross and the resurrection of Jesus, what do you have? You have a liar, you have a lying gospel, you have a false religion. So what happens with the false prophet? Two horns like a lamb, appears like a Christian, but he speaks like a dragon, he speaks like the devil. This is deception. I don't trust this pope, not at all. Um, okay, so with that, is the pope... The false prophet, uh, again, what I'm going to say I think is going to uh, bother some of you guys. I don't think this pope is. And let me tell you why before you get mad and, and click off. Listen to me. Just listen carefully to what I have to say. The false prophet is alive and apparently doing very well physically at the end of the tribulation period, at the end of the seven years of destruction that comes upon the earth. So th this, this pope is pretty old. He's already got ailments. He has to be physically good. Now, granted, God can do a great miracle within this pope uh, that all of a sudden he's just physically this incredibly capable person uh, with this expertise in his mind, working all sorts of miracles. That could happen. God could do that with him. But if you look at it realistically, it looks to me like this. Uh, as, um, as John the Baptist prepared the way for Jesus Christ, it looks to me like this pope is preparing the way for the false prophet, the one who's going to come following his shoes. There's one coming after him. People look, remember, people looked at John the Baptist and said, are you the Christ? Are you the one? John said, oh, no, not me. Uh, there's one who's coming who I'm not even worthy to untie his sandals, right? So the Pope, oh, no, but there's one, I, I do believe, he could be, listen, he could be the false prophet. I don't think so. Uh, if the rapture were to happen today, right now, right today, and then let's say there was a gap period uh, of a couple of years, but then you had the tribulation beginning, that'd be nine years from now before the Pope would enter into uh, the, the um, Armageddon because he gets destroyed by Jesus Christ, him and the false prophet too. So uh, I, but the Pope is paving the way. The Pope does all these things that appear to be fitting Revelation chapter 13. He appears to be a Christian to those who don't know their Bible, especially to those who don't know the prophecies regarding the second coming of Christ. This is why so many churches, Protestant churches, think this Pope is wonderful. It's interesting, there's a whole lot of Catholics that say something's wrong with this Pope. Isn't that interesting that all of that is developing? Nevertheless, friends, I want you to think of this. You and I are watching things happen faster and faster, just as the Bible says they would. These things will quickly or shortly take place. Friends, they are happening. Every single day we wake up to new news and we look and we think, how much worse is it going to get? I can't believe this is still happening. Listen, this is all just evidence that you and I need to be ready. We could be called home at any moment or we could be here for one, two, three more years. Who knows? But the way things are going, they're just going to progress to get worse and worse and worse and collapse more and more and more. And... I believe I said this, this whole Ukraine-Russia situation is part of the global plan B uh, process of the great reset, and there is more that's going to be on the way. I, I, I encourage you, listen, I'm not going to lie to you, I encourage you to be well prepared. Uh, understand, they are threatening, 
that uh, they're letting us know these globalists are saying we could have global problems. They're finally starting to say global food crisis problems probably hit the third world worse than they're going to hit those in the Western world right now, but they are coming. We already see inflation happening. We see the threats of economic catastrophe happening. Uh, so we watch all of these things developing. Be prepared in mind. Be prepared in body. Most of, most importantly, be prepared to meet your Lord. And, and also, most importantly, store your treasure in heaven. Understand that we are not of this world. Our citizenship is in heaven if you know the Lord Jesus Christ. So I'm not telling you this thing, these things as if you are doing everything you can to protect this world and your world and your part of the world. But to be wise in the days that we live in, recognizing what they are like, and most importantly, be committed to the Lord Jesus Christ and understand that he, if you've trusted him, he has forgiven you. And friends, if you do not know the Lord and you're watching all of the things that are developing in the world right now, these are signs of the second coming of Christ. They're proof that the Bible is true. It's not a coincidence that things are happening exactly as the Bible said they would in the prophecies regarding the last of the last days. They're unfolding exactly as the Bible said they would. Uh, the Bible tells us that God tells us the end from the beginning, so he has. Why? So that we could know. We're also told to watch and be ready. So if you're looking at this, these things, and you don't know that when you die, you're going to heaven. You haven't trusted Christ to forgive you of your sins. There's no other name under heaven by which a person can be saved than that of Jesus Christ. If you have not trusted Christ, then the Bible's very clear you're not going to heaven. So listen, take out this opportunity to ask Christ to forgive you of your sins, to repent of your sins. What's it mean to repent? It means to make a U-turn, to turn from the direction of sin and self and surrender your life to the Lord. Listen, if you do this and you mean it, you can know that you are forgiven. And I implore you to do that. These signs are given to us so that we can know. Listen, trust Christ to forgive you, repent of your sins, ask him to forgive you, and if you mean it, he will forgive you. God bless you guys. I'll see you next time. Oh, by the way, I also really appreciate it if you like and share these videos or any of the shorts that we do. And, uh, and uh, talk to you soon. Thanks for listening and being a part of this week's podcast. Before you go, I'd like to invite you to visit our website, hopeforourtimes.com, and check out the many resources we have to offer. On our website, we have books, DVDs, and daily news articles that will always keep you up to date on the times we're living in. If you'd like to see the video version of this week's podcast, you can find us at Hope For Our Times on YouTube. God bless, and we'll talk to you next time.